Hello, and welcome to the War Report, everybody. I'm your host, Cyrus, and we're back again with nobody else, just me. <laughs> I I think I'm getting a lot more comfortable with recording alone. Like, I'm not having, like, an anxiety attack whenever the cursor just hovers over the the record button. So, here on a Friday, it's a special edition. It's going to come out on Saturday because I'm just a little late, unfortunately. But, fortunately enough, Fortunately enough, everything just decided to happen on a Friday. Like, we're getting a whole bunch of uh, news that are coming out this Friday. So, if I were to record this uh, episode yesterday, there would be nothing for In the Trenches. So, with that said, we got to go In the Trenches, and we're just going to all rapid fire throughout the week. Uh, Tegan Knox has a torn ACL. She will be injured for... God knows how long, or like she'll be out for God knows how long. Uh, very unfortunate. I was really looking forward to the T, uh, the Tegan and Candice LeRae feud to, you know, start going places. And it like it was a slow build that I said like a couple weeks ago, but now they're starting to like really get it started. And it sucks that it was cut short soon as they basically turned the car on. Uh, in other news, we say bye-bye to Full Sail University. NXT will be moving to uh, the PC, the Performance Center, starting with TakeOver this weekend. I've heard about a second Performance Center that is in Orlando. I So whatever we see on Sunday may be the one that we've, uh, we've seen at Halftime Heat or during the final beat. Maybe not. It might be one of the newer ones, but... Bye bye to full sale. We don't have to look at that building anymore, and hopefully, uh, this performance center looks uh different. You know, I'm 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 really tired of looking at full sale. So, uh, hopefully, they do something different for uh, takeover, and a report for Fightful. Sean Rossap says that there might be a crowd at takeover. These motherfuckers don't learn their lesson. <laughs> You had people running a freak nick last week, getting mad people sick. People still aren't wearing masks and they're outside. And they said, yeah, let's get like a crowd going. And I hope this means like, you know, the the plant crowd is still there. The other PC wrestlers are still there. Not like when uh, that takeover where they had family or friends and then another outbreak came out. So... Florida's going to Florida. We kind of did uplift restrictions and stuff like that, but that doesn't mean that you necessarily have to do this, but it's the WWE's performance center. So they could possibly just do whatever the hell they want. Very unfortunate. And on the AEW side for the 30th anniversary of Jericho's career, he is going to be wrestling Luther. Um, yeah. I don't think this match is going to be particular. Like, I don't think it's going to be uh, any good. I know they did come up in in the dungeon or whatever in uh, in Canada, so like, this probably just means more to them than what it truly means to like me or other people. You know, like just two friends wanted to go into the ring and just celebrate. I'm not too mad at it, honestly. But you couldn't like find like wrestle Chavo or some shit. Like what is Chavo doing? Like, does anybody know what he's doing? Like Jericho couldn't just make the call to him. Like, I think that would have been a, a cooler match to see on AEW, especially like 
you know, since Chavo is a pretty cool guy. So it would have just been nice to see him. And AEW is going to be running a eight-man tournament. Uh, I think, and the final, like, it's going to be an eight-man tournament that is going towards uh, the build for Full Gear. That will be happening in November, I believe. So far, there is only three participants announced. It's Jungle Boy, uh, Phoenix, and Kenny Omega. It's going to be eight men, but who would I like to see? Ben Carter, who was on that late night special of AEW. He he's a really uh really good wrestler. I know he had Kobe recently, but I think by the time the tournament starts, he should be ready to go. Um Jack Evans. I think <laughs> just why not like uh the Hybrid 2 are coming back. Uh him and Angelico are going to wrestle the FTR uh FTR, so I don't see why not. Like he he's a great singles wrestler. Like he's not really a tag guy. So I would like to see him in the tournament. He can show what he can do. Miro, why not have Miro in it rather than doing all the stuff he's doing with Kip Sabian? I would, you know, show Miro wrestling. Like uh, <laughs> like it's cool that he's showing his like gamer personality and he's having fun. But I would truly just like to see him wrestle. So I would love to just see him in this tournament. Ricky Starks. Is another one. I think Rixie Starks is great. He's doing really cool stuff, but I think he needs to get away from Darby Allen right now. Like I'm not too interested in that anymore. But they might throw Darby Allen in the tournament. God knows. And Will Hobbs. I think same with uh, Ricky Starks. I just want to see him wrestle. Like I, I truly want to see what he's like really about and. How great he like how great he is like I'm truly excited to see a lot uh, what he can do but right now he's in like this weird feud with Moxley and stuff and he's gonna be wrestling Brian Cage uh, next week I believe for the FTW Championship but like I want to see what he can do against guys like Kenny Omega or Miro or stuff like that you know so we'll see how that goes and we're gonna go into AEW. No. As in no regrets, no, as in no looking back, we enter much different than we leave. I'm going to keep it brief with AEW because there's a lot of NXT stuff to talk about, especially with the pay-per-view coming up this Sunday, because we're going to go into predictions for that, which it's only me, so I get it, it won't be too long. Yeah, so Cody cuts an awful promo. And in an awful segment, like an awful pull-apart segment, Cody talks about the uh, Go Big Show, I believe, that he is doing for TBS. So there's that. And then Brody Lee wants to do a doll collar match, and Cody says, no regrets and then you know goes into his whole yelling thing and he's just like blood guts and we're really gonna do this like you know i'm gonna put my body on the line and all that and for some reason Brody lee comes out furious which is like he's he accepted your challenge so why are you coming out here upset and angry and i truly don't know why the dark order is more or less trying to stop him from beating up Cody. I I if it was Evil Uno in the front cuz they're doing like the weird uh Evil Uno sort of turn 
thing. So I think if it would have been him and Colt Cabana probably like trying to stop him, that'd be cool. Like I wouldn't mind that. But like we had the whole Dark Order trying to stop him when they could have easily just came in and then just jumped Cody. And then they already got rid of uh, they already got rid of Dustin. Anna J can handle uh, Brandy Rhodes, who can't handle QT Marshall. So like they should have just went in there and just jumped them. <laughs> like I, I I don't know why they didn't do that, but they all come into the ring. They're trying to stop him, and I think even people in the crowd like come in, and then there's like security as well. The whole ring is a hazard, and then Brody Lee like rolls out, and then they're uh, Dark Order's trying to cool him off, and then Brandy just comes out and just does a really bad senton. <laughs> and then Anna J comes out, handles her, and then Nyla Rose just randomly beats up one chick. Like I don't uh I haven't seen her yet. She's probably heavily featured on Dark, but <laughs> it's so it's like it was such a weird segment. Like I'm I'm truly puzzled why they would do it like this. Like it like it could have been done a lot better. Uh Eddie Kingston is gonna get somebody to handle Moxley and I think it's dumb, honestly. I think that, well, I think it's going to be Pentagon Jr. Because, like, why not? They have, uh, him and Moxley have had matches in the past, so they might as well do it. And Pentagon Jr. was hinting at it a little bit uh, on Instagram. So, it's whatever. Like, I, I, I know this feud is, like, sort of, like, rushed or, like, kind of roughly put together because Lance Archer got COVID. Like it, this was supposed to be Moxley and friends versus uh, Lance Archer with the FTW crew and stuff just got uh, mixed around, but it is what it is. Hopefully Lance Archer comes back soon. Like when you court, like, you know, I don't know anybody that got sick. Thank God. Uh, I never got sick from COVID. So I think, the quarantine process is like two weeks, right? Like it's definitely like two weeks and they come back. So after Pentagon Jr. loses to Moxley, I guess Lance Archer should be good to go. Yeah, that sounds about right. And to end off the AEW segment, Jericho and MJF do the, do you want me to join the inner circle? Do you want me to join the inner circle thing again that they did last year? Uh, I didn't think it was funny then. I don't think it's funny now. And I still don't think MJF needs to join a faction. Oh, and you know, if Warlow wasn't stuck with MJF right now, I would love to see him in the eight-man tournament. It, it, it's really unfortunate that he is stuck in this program where MJF is just trying to find a place of where he belongs. And he just doesn't need to. So I think it's kind of pointless. But that's where he's at. And I feel bad for him honestly and now we're going to get into nxt i'm going to keep it short for nxt as well like uh there's a couple matches that happen but they won't be on the card like i'll just mention like uh some stuff that pertains to what's going to be on the takeover card so shotzi blackheart and uh dakota kai it was okay shotzi blackheart landed really hard on her head kind of ridiculous and what else Loomis is back. Yeah, Dexter Loomis is back. That's really cool. And Adam Cole beats the brace off Austin Theory for talking slick about Kyle O'Reilly. <laughs> uh, before before the match, Adam Cole cuts a really fire promo against him where he's just like... dominated this brand unlike anybody has or anybody ever will. 
So Austin Theory, you want to run your mouth about Kyle O'Reilly? That's just fine. Because now I want you to do me a favor, and I want you to bring your ass down to this ring and try and say what you said to my face. And I just thought that was, like, really amazing. Like, uh, really cool stuff. And then Austin Theory is just like, shit, I don't want to get jumped, man. I'll just take the ass whooping. And he loses. I think that's really great. Adam Cole is, you know, just being a great and supportive friend. Like, I, I really see the pieces of, like, future shock, like, coming together. And I truly hope they do it uh, sometime in the future. Um, the main event, I was, I was surprised that they, I thought they were going to do... Undisputed Era versus Brit and Brawlers, but they didn't, and I was just so confused. But um, the main event, Io Shirai, Damian Priest, and versus the Gorgano family. The Gorgano family has some momentum going into Takeover. I thought uh, Io Shirai and Damian Priest's entrance, like they really meshed well together. I thought it was a really good match. Gave us a really good preview of what we're gonna see. And then what I really wanted to talk about, which is one of my favorite parts of NXT this week, is the Kyle O'Reilly and Finn Balor face-off. Good Irish boy, this one. <laughs> Why did Kyle O'Reilly do that, that Irish accent? I That that Irish accent killed me. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly looks amazing here. Like, he's... Like, people always pin him as a tag guy. But, like, a lot of us know that like Kyle O'Reilly is an outstanding singles wrestler. And, you know, when you go into the WWE, everybody's like, oh, but you can't talk. Like, Kyle's a talker. He can talk. He, he's a really great promo, and you see that here. Like, uh, really good stuff. Finn Balor, <laughs> I believe uh, X said it, not a good track record on taped promos. Uh I do remember when he used to get eaten up alive by Samoa Joe when I uh, first started watching NXT. But uh, I thought this segment was really good. I'm truly rooting for Kyle O'Reilly to win this uh, this whole thing. And with that said, we're going to go into TakeOver predictions. Kyle O'Reilly versus Finn Balor for the NXT title. I need Kyle to win. I just I, I need it to happen. Like, I think he's an outstanding wrestler. Uh the pro the the second prophecy that he said in the uh, in the promo early shit man <laughs> I would like to see it I don't like with the draft coming up and like no true end for undisputed era in sight or like any call up in sight just put just put Balor back on the main roster just let just let him go back to the main roster and let him do something on huh. I don't know if I would want him on Raw or SmackDown. I'll probably... Shit, y'all can let me know. I, I, see, I can see some cool stuff on uh, on Raw with him and Aleister Black. But with the draft, Aleister might just go to SmackDown. But who knows? But I definitely think he should just... I, th- I, I think his time in NXT is done. And I think that him and Kyle O'Reilly will be a banger. So, next match, we're going to go into... Io Shirai versus Candice LeRae. I'm. I tried to get behind Candice LeRae, like I really do, and I feel like the Tegan feud would probably. I think that probably would have like made it work for me. I think Tegan is great, a uh, great baby face, and she would have probably bumped her ass off and sold crazy for uh, Candice LeRae, and that probably would have turned me over. But 
with her being like I don't want to say like hot shot to the title, but her winning that opportunity versus uh, Io Shirai here, I'm gonna have to go Io because at this point the re the, the rematch against Rhea is like imminent, so I don't see Candice truly taking it. For the North American title, we have Damian Priest and Johnny Gorgano. Um, I would like I would like to see Priest get called up, honestly, but I don't want Johnny Gorgano to have another title reign. Maybe maybe he wins it and still gets the call up, and then like drops it to like a Bronson Reed or a Thatcher or uh, Grimes. Like I don't know. I don't want I don't want Gorgano to take it here. So. Damian Priest for sure. I I think the match is going to be amazing. Like it's going to be a really good match. Excuse me. Uh, another match. This is just a singles match, uh, non-title. Kushida versus Velveteen Dream. Kushida needs this, <laughs> and no matter who wins the NXT title by the end of the night, I think Kushida is going to have a banger with either of them because I think that's definitely where he would go next. So. Kyle O'Reilly versus Kushida for the title. Amazing. I need that. There. But Kushida wins Velveteen Dream. After that, I don't care where he goes. And for the... I don't... Is it the NXT Cruiserweight title? Is it, no, I don't think it's the WWE Cruiserweight title anymore. But, uh... Santos Escobar versus Isaiah Swerve Scott. Uh... Man unsure on this one like i I, i'm truly unsure like i do like isaiah sora scott but i like uh elgato del fantasma a lot and santos escobar is a really great uh (laughs) he's amazing man he's doing really good stuff on nxt if he loses the cruiserweight title i would like to see him at least go for the north american or the nxt title but if that's not in the plans or in the cards of any sort then I'm gonna want him to like keep that. Like, sorry, sorry, Sor Scott, but I think I'm gonna have to put my final pick down on Santos Escobar. Like Isaiah Sor Scott has been doing some really good stuff with uh, Santos Escobar over the couple months, and probably is going crazy on crazy on 205 Live if he's been featured on there. But yeah, and I think that's the card. No tag match, which I was really surprised about. But I think it's most likely going to be Undisputed Era versus Fandango, and I would like to see Undisputed Era take it again. Just let uh, let it be Bobby Fish and Bobby Fish's and Roderick Strong's reign, and I I guess that's like different, even though <laughs> they can always just like free bird the title around. But maybe not, since they want to kind of split Undisputed Era heel and face between Future Shock and Fish and O'Reilly, but. We'll see how that goes. And a surprise is I watched NXT UK this week and it was good. I know a lot of people don't necessarily like NXT UK or British wrestling at all, especially with the stuff that happened with speaking out. But I thought it was an okay show. Like it was something good that was on at three o'clock when I was doing nothing else. Uh, Jenny and uh, Zaya Brookside was really good. Jenny, I think she's making her championship aspirations known. I'm not sure. She didn't outright call out Kaylee Ray just yet, but we'll see. She gets a she gets a definitive win over uh, Zaya Brookside. 
who I think she's I think she's okay. I wasn't really too high of her like before COVID. Like I always thought she was just middle of the road, but I think she's a really I think she's a really decent uh nah more than decent. I think she's a really good baby face. I see a lot of good things for her and Piper Niven in the future. Or like I see her getting her time once Piper Niven possibly like leaves or like when the spot for a top heel that isn't Tony Storm or Piper Niven like leave, I definitely think that they should slot her in that top spot. Her or Dana Luna? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if Dana Luna signed, but her time will come. She's a really good wrestler. And for the Heritage Cup, I like the rules where it's uh, round based, two out of three falls. Like that's really interesting. I hope in the next WWE 2K game we can get sort of rules like that. Uh, I think that's a, I think that's just like a good match stipulation. Like I'm not too against it. It's a, it makes, it makes it a lot more different than all the other NXT tournaments that we've been through this year. So I think it's a uh, really cool. But the match against what was it? Uh, <laughs> Noam Dar and Alexander Wolf. Uh, I don't get it. I don't. Uh, Actually, the it is I don't get Noam Dar. <laughs> I I don't I. He stinks, man. Like he, I think he's in the spot of. Like he's playing the part of the Miz for NXT UK, like a heel that like absolutely nobody likes, but he can't wrestle nearly as like, good or like, he doesn't have the wrestling ability to make up for how like despicable he is i guess that would be the word but uh <laughs> he loses so it's whatever uh him and pete dunn are having some sort of feud or just like pete dunn just doesn't like the motherfucker so uh they're doing that for some reason hopefully pete pete dunn does something more in his uh nxt uk tender at the end of the show um alexander wolf i think he- Man, I really don't remember what the hell happened. It's only been like two days. <laughs> Hold on, let's pause that. Uh, after the end of the match, Walter comes out and starts beating up on Noem Dar. And Pete Dunne is not having it, so he gets involved. Uh, and then I... Uh, I will judge... I forgot to say his first name. God damn it. But uh, Drag- <laughs> Dragunov gets involved and... Hopefully we see more stuff going on with that feud. I'm kind of just lost for NXT UK because this is my first time watching it in a really long time. But really good stuff. And that is it for the show. I tried to stretch this out to 30 minutes, but I want to play Monster Hunter right now. So you can follow us on Twitter at RNC Radio Live. You can follow me and see all my other tweets about (laughs) God knows what. Uh, at H underscore visibility. We have other shows on the network, uh, the A show. And then we also have the rewriters room with Armand and gang, uh, with an episode featuring J five. They talk about Finn Balor. What if he never lost the universal championship? And you know what? He probably wouldn't be on NXT right now. If he held that title, like, uh, any longer, <laughs> he'd probably still be on raw, just doing cool stuff. Probably would have had a couple matches with Rami Mysterio and shit like that. But, uh, what else we got? We got the black variant. 
talking about Watchmen sweeping uh, the Emmys. Iron Man being a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, a lot of cool Batman stuff that I really need to re uh, retouch on, especially the Batman begin uh, the Batman Beyond stuff and the Justice League Unlimited stuff. RSPN. Uh, it's playoffs, baby, or it's the it's the finals. It's the <laughs> it's the finals. And last time I looked at the score, it was not too good. But you can catch. Mark and Jeff on RSPN talk about it. You can also uh, catch Cam and Drew talking about it and possibly a special guest. He's been getting like a lot of big gets and stuff like that uh, on Play for Keeps. And we also have the Lookout channel. Uh, <laughs> it's also Dragon Ball Z's playlist and it made me laugh. But uh, Mills is going through uh, the Frieza saga again, doing a lot of good live tweets like he did for Yu-Gi-Oh! Jamal and AD for Big Eyes. They got me into Chainsaw Man. I can't stop reading it. So you should definitely check them out. They're doing amazing stuff on the Lookout channel. And that is it for the... No, wait. Oh, my God. I'm redoing this, and I keep forgetting one. Uh, Late Fees. Late Fees should be coming out next week, and they're going to be doing a lot of stuff for Halloween. Yeah, that that's it for the channel. So I'll see all you guys next week. <laughs>